Welcome to the latest edition of Let's Do It Live. I'm your host, the People's Commission, a.k.a. the PC, a.k.a. the newly minted mush. And I'm joined by my co-host, the Pizza Baron, down in Lewis Center, Ohio, and en route to Wolfgang Puck's restaurant in Detroit, Mikey the Mush. Yeah, Mikey, thanks for taking some uh, time out of your schedule to meet with us today. Really appreciate that. No problem. The market was down today by quite a large margin, so I figured I'd treat myself somehow. Treat oh, yeah. yourself. You, 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 had a, you made out in a lot of shorts today, didn't you? No, I'm a very long player. So. Oh, okay. He's like Warren Buffett. You know, he plays the long game. Gotcha. Makes oh, sense. Oh, I'm a big long game guy. Big long game. All right, we have a quick episode for you guys tonight. We're going to run through the Mush's picks, obviously go with our lock of the week and try to keep this thing on the track. So, Mush, what's the first game you got for us? Uh, before we get on the tracks, let's get off the tracks real quick, and we'll uh, rehash last week. Uh, the Mush won a stellar 5-1, and one, and everyone hit their locks. So I made a little bit of room, or gained a little bit of ground, I should say, on the Pizza Baron. He still has a uh, four-game lead on me, but I have a two-game lead on you now, Andrew or PC, I should say. So keep those number two sharpened, and let's get right into it. The first game on the slate is number two, Georgia, going to number 13, LSU, and LSU is getting seven and a half. I I guess I'll go ahead and start this one. Um, I bet LSU last week. I really thought they were going to cover against Florida. They lost a tough one. It kind of broke my heart. I was – I had all my eggs in one basket on that game. Um, doing a little research, um, I mean, the Bulldogs really haven't played anyone yet this year. Um, this is a must-win game. It's their first test of the season. Uh, they're actually 9-2 and two against the spread in their last 11 road games against teams with r- winning records. And they were also 10-4-1 against the spread last year. So I'm, I'm going Bulldogs. All right. Um, I'm a big QB1 under the lights fan. Great Netflix series when I'm trying to kill time since I already ran through Last Chance U. So I'm going to go with Jake Fromm and the Georgia Bulldogs minus seven and a half. I don't think Coach O down in the bayou has got enough gumbo to pull this one off. They're both wrong. Just hold that tiger. LSU has covered uh, their last three at home. They've covered eight out of the last nine in the SEC. I'll go LSU. We'll go the other side of the country, staying in the 330 window. We have number seven, Washington, going to number 17, Oregon. Oregon is getting three points. PC. Do you have that right with the rankings? Uh, It should be seven against 17. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Oregon getting three points. Um, This is is the one that I'm kind of stuck with. And I'm only going to go with Oregon because Valeni's so high on their quarterback coming to the Giants next year and replacing Eli Manning. I'm taking Oregon, the Ducks, and the points. 
Hashtag Phil Knight. Let's go, Ducks. Um, I will go ahead and say Justin Herbert was very impressive against Stanford, even though he ended up losing that game on a boneheaded play call at the end of the game. Um, but with even though he's so good, their defense is absolutely atrocious. Um, and Washington's coming off a less-than-stellar performance last week against UCLA. Um, and they are 10-3 and against the spread coming off a no-cover. Um, when they are favored. So I'm going to go ahead and take Washington in this one by a landslide. Uh, they actually won their last meeting 70-21 to 21 at Autzen Stadium. I think that's the game that got Mark Helfrich finally fired. You know who the defensive coordinator? Uh, I was going to say, I think Brady Hoke was a defensive coordinator in that game too. I believe you are that. correct. Is he D-line yeah. coach for the uh, volunteers now? No, I think he got off when uh, when Butch Jones got fired. Ah, let's see where he is. Let's go to our statistician. I bet you he's in Muncie, Indiana right now. <laughs> uh, the D-line coach for the Carolina Panthers. Oh, you know why? His brother's the D coordinator. Oh, God. I think. No, his brother was a D coordinator of the uh, of the Bears. Yeah, I don't know. There's something in there. Some connection. Uh, I'll go Washington here. Oregon's 0-5 against the spread in their last five at home. And the favorite is 15-2 and against the spread in this matchup. It's a big number. Uh, we'll bring it a little more close to home. We have the unranked Michigan State Spartans against the number eight Penn State, Nittany Lions. Penn State is laying 13 and a half points. PB, what do you got? Um, you know, I think MSU is absolutely dead this season. Uh, they've been outscored 58 to 18 in, in the fourth quarter. Um, we got Penn State coming off a game that they should have won against Ohio State. Um, my heart says that Penn State's going to come out and make a statement and blow Michigan State out but I hate James Franklin, and I think Trace McSorley is the biggest loser in the NCAA. So I'm going to go ahead and say that Michigan State will lose, but they will cover the 13-and-a-half. All right. Well, I'm going to I went off disagree. the track the last second yeah, there. Yeah, I understand. I'm going to disagree respectfully. I'm also trying to make up some considerable amount of ground as I suck in both my picks and my mortal locks, so – I have to go against common sense at times. But um, despite my disdain for James Franklin, Trace McSorley, and the Nets, I just think Michigan State is going down a wormhole right now. Brian Lewerke looks terrible, and he was supposed to be in the Heisman consideration this year. D'Antonio is trying to piece this together with Band-Aids, like with Hello Kitties on them. So I take... And also, I think James Franklin is a vengeful son of a bitch and remembers Michigan State beating them uh, last year. So he's going to run up the score. Was it the last two? Regardless, the, the last two, recency bias, Michael. Um, he's going to remember that. I think and he's so. going to run up the score, and Penn State is going yeah. to crush the Michigan State Spartans this weekend.
I was trying to think of something clever to say, but all I know is Michigan State lost their best player to injury for the year, uh, Jake Hartbarg or whatever you say, the punter. <laughs> the punter. Um, <laughs> done for the year. And special teams is a big thing. It is. Jake Hart- Hartbarg or whatever, he was averaging like 49 net. Their next kid they got is in there averaging 23. That's 25 yards of field position every punt. It's a big number. Give me Penn State. Now we'll go to the one professional team on the slate. Uh, Missouri travels to Tuscaloosa to face number one Alabama. I'll leave this Alabama one off. is laying twenty eight. Um, normally, points. I go ahead and pick against PB, Alabama. Why don't you leave this one off? Hasn't thrown a pass in the fourth quarter yet this year. Um, but they actually did not cover against Texas A and M, and they there was the bad beat of the week last week. Uh, I think Arkansas scored with like barely any time remaining, sixteen seconds to go uh, to cover. 16 seconds by, to go. By a half. So I think that uh, – I think Saban pays a little bit of by attention. A half. And he's going to make sure they cover the spread this week. And he's going to let Tua go in the fourth quarter. Alabama by a landslide. I haven't cared about a game that Missouri played in since Chase Daniel back in 2008-2009 when the Missouri Tigers were number one in the nation. So I'm going to say Kansas, wasn't it? Who was number two? See, wait, wait. I feel like the only reason they you lost say that to is because wasn't was Chase yes. Daniel on the cover of NCAA that year? Uh, I don't think he was on the cover, but he was like one of the best players mm-hmm. in the video game. Yes, that makes sense. and that's a hundred percent why I'm saying. Okay, that. that's why. Yeah, I thought. yeah. Um, now they got Drew Locke as their quarterback, which you know, it's no Chase Daniel who's probably collecting millions of dollars still in the NFL as a backup quarterback. Alabama, too much firepower. Jalen Hurts is going to play this second half and still run up the score for God knows why. Alabama by a landslide. Mike is going to go the other way now just because you did that. Thanks. No, no more, 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 more like Andrew Locke. Alabama, <laughs> I have a saying. I have empirical evidence. You don't make money betting against Alabama. I don't know if it's true. I think it is. I know they haven't covered the last three. But they've been all bad beats at the last minute. We're going sweep across the board. Everybody's taking yep. Bama. The last of our five games here is number 15, Wisconsin, travels to Ann Arbor, Michigan, site of college game day as well as the Barstool Sports Pick'em Show in the golf course tailgate lot. The golf course is shut down in the east. so far. Okay, well, then they're going to move to Pioneer. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I'm just trying to get free ads out. <laughs> <laughs> the game's at 7.30. Michigan's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Let's hear it. Go ahead, PC. Um, I mean, we're obviously a biased podcast with three Michigan grads on the mics, and we know nothing about college football for the most part. But I think Michigan at home under the lights, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but they're tough to beat. Um, Wisconsin is not the team that we thought they were going to be. Their quarterback, is it Hornerbrook? Alex? Hornerbrook. Hornerbrook, Hornerbrook oh, is yeah. just – he's awful. The left-handed He is awful. Their offensive line is not living up to expectations. Like, their defense is garbage. I think Michigan has something to prove. I mean, this is – the first time they're playing a decent opponent since Notre Dame down in South Bend in week one. And 
I have to imagine that things are going to continue to improve with Shea Patterson under center. The defense is solid, so I got Michigan by way more than seven and a half. Wow. Very confident there, PC. Um, You know, this is a tough one for me. Um, Michigan, this is Michigan's statement game. Um, They have to turn some heads of this game with uh, a pretty good team coming to Ann Arbor. Like you said, they normally perform pretty well against against opponents under the lights. But uh, Alabama, or I'm Alabama, sorry, Wisconsin is eighteen nine and one against the spread the last two years. Uh, I know they've been underwhelming this year with the loss to BYU. It's a statement game for them as well. Um, I do think Michigan wins this game, but I don't think they win by over more than seven and a half. Um, so I'm, I'm taking Wisconsin plus seven and a half. All right, and. I will be at that game um, for my only appearance in the big house this year. I will be throwing the NBA uh, tailgate, which will not be at the golf course. And the, oh, Mikey's texting us. Stop. Join back up. He got kicked out. Anyways, uh, I'll be there. I'll be under the lights. I'll be tailgating beforehand. So if anyone's in the Ann Arbor area on Saturday, feel free to uh, drop by the official um, tailgate of Let's Do It Live. And I'll shake your goddamn hand and offer you a cool beverage. Mush. We lost you for a second, but we were just wrapping up uh, Michigan versus Wisconsin picks. We're, uh, we're, we're I, at a split decision right now. Yeah, you took Michigan. I, I know. I know the PB didn't take it. I know yep. that he took Wisconsin. Michigan wins this game, but they don't win by more than seven. You mean Michigan? Oh, yep. Never mind. Or I mean, I know he took Wisconsin. Yep. He had to fade. Um, I'm not happy that he took Alabama in the last pick because that game was on the board just for him. Um, those stats that you wanted, Andrew. Wisconsin is one and four against the spread this year. Michigan is three and one at home against the spread. Um, do you remember two years ago, we were both in attendance and we both took Michigan. They both covered against Wisconsin. I believe it was a 16 to 10 game somewhere around there. And then after that, we got enough lunch boxes to feed a school bus. Yeah. And I lost a chug off to like, uh, a loser. Wisconsin That's right. Undergrads. It was terrible. Yeah. Loser. Um, but, but if I also do remember correctly, Jordan, Jordan Lewis had that pick, that one-handed pick to seal the game. And then, um, God, who, who's the athletic director for Wisconsin? Because he, he was Barry in the Alvarez? Car- Yes. We saw Barry Alvarez sad in like a, a Ford Sprinter van after the game while we were walking to scorekeepers bar and grill and we all waved at him. That was a long-ass walk, too. I know. I wanted to take a cab. No one would come with me. Yeah, um, because it was like 5X surge pricing. Hey, my health, I'll pay a premium for. When and you got health, I mean when, laziness. Yeah. When you got money like Mikey the Mush. Easy. All it's right. no object. When you're going to Wolfgang Park on Wednesday night. <laughs> with another dude. You can, spend, you can spend whatever you want. <laughs> Hey, it's hey. copped. It's copped. Oh, sorry. You gotta get, you gotta spend them somehow. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Locks of the week. Locks of the oh, week. Oh shoot. These are the money balls. These are worth two. Um, we start off P- P- 
TV, I closed my browser that had the uh, my lock. So you did very little research. Sounds, I did zero right. research. Yeah, zero research. I okay. do it live, uh, man. My lock of the week. I'm going to change it up a little bit. Typically, we just take a spread, um, but. With the Georgia LSU game, um, the over is 50 and a half. And uh, during my light reading, I, I read that um, the over is six and one in the last seven games between those two. So I'm taking the over in LSU Georgia as my lock of the week. Over 50, 50 and a half. Nice. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to the Big 12 conference. And I am going with number six, West Virginia, Will Greer and the Mountaineers with Dana Holgerson, um, giving six and a half points at Iowa State. I don't think the Cyclones even care about football. They're more of a basketball school. And West Virginia, I, th- I think they're a solid team. Will Greer is a good quarterback. Um, you know, they had a couple hiccups against Texas Tech. Uh, and um, they got something to prove. I think they're going to run all over them. So give me the Mountaineers. Ames, Iowa is one of the top ten fastest uh, growing cities for millennials and job growth. Anyone wants to know? You learn things every day. (laughs) Wow. Really hitting us with that knowledge. Yep. I'm going to take it to a team that used to be in the Big 12 and go a little further west. We're going to – Colorado, USC, oh, 10.30, 10.30 kick. He's a big late night guy. Yep. Mikey runs on Pacific he, time. He, he, yeah, he needs, a re- he needs a reason to stay up until 2, 3 in the morning on Saturdays. Well, um, when you wake up at noon, you know, you got some extra energy. Yep. I, I already had the front nine finished at noon today. Easy. <laughs> if you noticed last week, my late pick and my lock, Washington State, they covered. We're sticking to the same conference. Give me Colorado plus seven at USC. Colorado's five and zero on the year straight up, four and one against the spread. USC's covered once all year. Give me the Buffaloes. Is he the? Isn't that the Buffalo that hit himself in in the unit with the t-shirt cannon? Yes. Yeah, no. I like him. Yes. Wasn't yes. it Benny the Buffalo? Yeah, I like him even more now. Just shot him right him. I I really like that pick because I've every time I've bet USC this year I've lost, so I would love to bet against them. Yes, but but I know if I take it, you'll lose, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah, don't touch it. Nope, nope. You know the funny thing about this is we've put in however many picks over the first six weeks. You know, thirty. I I think I have. This is week seven, by the way. Week seven. Tomato, tomato. Um, I forget to take my picks every Saturday. I'll get like one or two in there, but I would be looking pretty good in, in the stats column if I actually hammered my picks, but I I just, you know, forget baby shit and yeah. I'm normally Little, sitting literally in class. baby shit. Literally baby shit. And yeah. then Andrew picks baby shit as his pick. Exactly. Yep. And thank you. Thank you. And he loses his money, so yeah, I hammered my picks last week. It worked I'd good on Saturday. Handsomely. And then Sunday came around and uh, had a little problem. Yeah, yeah I Mike, did okay on Saturday. I sucked on Sunday, though. Mike Sunday had a little call. No, I do. And I had a little bit of an issue. Nah. We can talk about that on another podcast. Yeah. Oh, and seven. We're going to forget about that day. <laughs> Not good. Everyone has a cold streak. That's why you're going it. to Wolfgang Pucks on a Wednesday with another dude. So. 
if you say it one more time, I think it comes in good things happen in threes. So I'll let that was the third time we mentioned it. Exactly. That yeah. Way. yeah. Perfect. So you're welcome. I just yeah, changed no, your luck. Appreciate it. I'm All pretty right. sure they say deaths happen in threes, so that might be the death of the cold streak. Yes, deaths, deaths do happen in threes. Just quick right. shout out to I said I brought up a unit earlier, but I'll bring up the absolute unit. My boy Brooks Kepka, player player of the year. The the video was a little cringeworthy. The video and, uh, with him and Dustin was terrible, but the video yeah. with him and his dog, the Nike commercial, didn't hate it. Nope, I didn't. Showed either. some charisma. He looks like he actually has a personality, so that was mm-hmm. huge for him. Still don't think so. No, I think he. <laughs> all I think he does is choose and wins golf tournaments, and sometimes does sex with his girlfriend. He gets points for the choose. Um, the way he carries himself on the golf course in majors, he gets points. But yeah, he's he's just dead behind the eyes all the time, and I I don't like that. Oh, yeah. He's almost more boring than DJ. Uh, that is the Coke vendors. Yeah, that's hard to do. I yep. mean, when you involve Coke and the Gretzky family, you instantly uh, get a little more Funny drama fact, in your Wayne, life. Wayne loved drinking Diet Coke before hockey games, so mm. I guess it does run in the family. With red wine mixed in? Yep. That's a nice and mixer. Maybe hot dogs. He's a real, he, that's where Phil Kessel got it from. Speaking of that, should should LeBron James' kids get drinking wine? For drinking? If they went to Notre Dame yep. Prep. That's MIPs. Yeah. I say, I I knew a kid that happened to. If they go to any Pink Floyd concerts, <laughs> they should be out. Unreal call out there, Michael. Wow. Unreal. I didn't say. Hey, I, didn't I say wasn't the there. I was actually working that day. I got out of got out of it. Yeah. That's Anyways, that, that's all for us this evening. Thanks for joining. Quick shout out to our um, sponsor. MV Sportsbook, DM12 at our on our Instagram at Let's Do It Live, and you will get some sort of reward from management for doing so. I think it's a free play. Um, additional, have any Hawaiian no, shirt companies? Uh, still looking for a Hawaiian shirt sponsor. Still looking for a hair plugs for men sponsor for young Michael. No. Shout out to shout out oh, to Keeps. Nice. I got a haircut Keeps. today. Um, we'd really like yep. a sponsorship from the Honest Company for the Pizza Baron, so he doesn't have to continue to buy the most expensive diapers known need, to humankind. Yep, and, and I, need, I need more uh, wipes too. And wet wipes. Yep. Any wet wipes. Appreciate Any moist wipe. Appreciate that. Company would be great for the Pizza Baron. But gentlemen, always great being with you. We'll yeah, do it thanks. again next week. Thanks for having us, PC. Go blue. Go blue.